1: Hello, hello, hello. Today on The Orphans, we are very excited to be bringing you this wonderful holiday episode of A Christmas Caper. It stars Orphans cast members Laura Gerling, James Barbarossa, Felix Trench, and Beth Crane. We think this is a wonderful episode of a hilarious Christmas series that you can find the rest of over at Realms of Peril and Glory. That's right, it's our sister show, the actual play podcast, RPG, Realms of Peril and Glory. If you want to check it out, go have a look in the podcast description for a link. But for now, enjoy the episode! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory. We are here on a special Christmas episode, or, or few episodes. Uh, I am here uh, playing a Christmas caper, a uh, game of my own invention, heavily inspired, of course, by the wonderful autonomy Jobs, inspired by We Fix Space Junk, Honey Heist, and Laser Feelings. Um, and I am here with Felix Trench, Hello. Who are you playing, Felix?
2: Oh, I'm playing a traditional snowman called John. Wonderful.
1: (laughs) I love that. Uh, I'm also here with Beth Crane. Hello. And who are you playing? I am playing a sexy penguin called Scarlet Adderley. I believe the descriptor was vixen, but I'll take sexy.
3: (laughs) They're very similar,
1: I assume. (laughs) Uh, I'm here with Laura Gerling. Hello. And who are you playing?
4: I'll be playing a sweet elf called Merry Jingle.
1: And I'm here with James Barbarossa.
5: Hi, I will be playing a gingerbread man called Gumdrop.
1: (laughs) Uh, Great, so we are going to start the game momentarily. But just for all of you at home, the system works on two levels, Naughty and Nice. The better the characters become at naughty things, the worse they become at nice things, and vice versa. The better they are at nice, the worse they are at naughty. The players are going to be trying to roll under their naughty or nice stat in order to succeed. And the more nice or naughty uh, checks they do, the better they become at those certain skills. So without any further ado, we're just going to kick in and have a bit of fun, if that's okay with everyone.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I hate
5: fun. Oh, well. So so it's a hard no
1: from me.
4: <laughs> Off you go then. Yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you get to go and do your taxes instead. Yippee!
1: Wonderful. So, here we go. Snowflakes fall from the sky as Christmas spirit fills the air. You are in the North Pole, home of wondrous wintry sights like the vast Eggnog River the colossal Candy Cane Mountains, and the mysterious Sugar Plum Forest. All the whimsy and wonder in the world must first begin here, before it fills the hearts of the people of the world. Down we descend on Santa's workshop, topped with smoking chimneys and wrapped in brightly lit windows. Behind the windows are the elves, feverishly working away. They are busy building the toys for this year's Christmas. The big day is only a few sleeps away, and the whole of the North Pole is giving their final great push to make this Christmas perfect. Beyond the workshop, Santa's grand tower emerges, the natural crystalline formation made of ice and stone that oversees all of the North Pole. Nestled at the very top is Santa's sleigh, already jam-packed with toys, and yet, Still more are on the way. From within the tower, a bright flash of light bursts into life. Christmas spirit itself explodes from the tower, and the very magic on which the North Pole sustains itself seems to fade. Ice crystals burst from the tower as a slender figure glides through the air, snow and ice forming under their feet. Jack Frost escapes from Santa's workshop. Bells of warning and panic begin to ring out across the North Pole. Something terrible has happened in the land of whimsy and wonder. The next morning, machines were away as the workers hustle and bustle in the workshop. Mary, you are being guided along by an older elf woman who met you at reception. She is taking you and a group of three others to the top of the tower. As you walk through the workshop, many of the elves turn their gaze on you, wondering exactly what is going on within Santa's tower, and why an elf, a gingerbread man, a penguin, and a snowman are being led to the top of the tower. You step into a buffed bronze lift that shuts as an attendant elf, throws a lever the lift judders to life carrying you up the tower mary you take the opportunity to take another look at the letter which was delivered by turtle dove to your cottage early this morning it summoned you to the workshop with no apparent reason why you see the same note in the hands of the three others who join you in the lift it appears that you all have been summoned
4: does anyone else know, does anyone know why
3: we're here? Well, I can think of a whole list of reasons, but not one that springs to mind.
6: If I were to wager a guess, man, I'd, I'd say it was something to do with that exploding ice from yesterday, you know what I mean? Did anybody else see that, or was I just hallucinating it?
3: I was otherwise engaged. Doing what? It was ice
2: exploding in the sky. What? What do you mean you were otherwise engaged? What were you doing?
4: You must be doing something very fun. (laughs) Hey, man, I think we
6: should leave the lady to her private business, dude.
3: Yeah, I think maybe I'd like to keep my private life private.
6: I don't talk to biscuits. Whoa, man, that's... You see, this is some classic... This is some classic snowman behavior you guys can see right here. They think they own everything, man. For real.
3: Like, you're, bo- you're both anthropomorphic personifications. You do know that, right? We're all... You're... On the surface, you might look different, but you're very, very similar inside. And I can vouch for this that. This is a sort
2: of liberal nonsense I've come to expect from Penguin. See, if we don't put a stop to
6: these people, man, before you know it, there's a fascist uprising in the North Pole and we already have a fat cat at the top controlling us, dude. You see, this is the problem that we get ourselves into until we put a stop to these kind of people, man.
3: And I don't like cats. I don't know where you get the word we.
6: Hey, you know, it's it's like, I don't know, people with your disposition, man, you're always going to be prob- Like, give peace a chance, dude.
1: (laughs) The lift comes to a sudden juddery stop and the doors slide open. (laughs) Gumdrop. You struggle to stifle a gasp in your <gasps> stupid state as the soaring ceilings of Santa's private workroom encircle you overhead. The walls Damn, The walls are covered in vast bookshelves, stone columns section the room, and a set of double stairs lead up to a tucked away second level. Sat in an ancient amber chair is an equally ancient-looking elf who glances up to see all four of you as you enter. She nods to the elf who escorted you up, who promptly returns to the lift where the attendant throws the lever, shutting the doors and returning the lift to the ground. You are in Santa's private workroom. Hello. My name is Gretchen. Welcome to the workroom. Good to meet you, Gretchen. Uh,
0: I
3: don't quite understand why we're here.
1: Yes, well, I'd like to firstly thank you all for coming so quickly.
6: You're welcome, man. Don't worry about it. Before
1: we go any further into this, um, I need you all to understand that confidentiality is rather key in all this, uh, it would be of utmost importance if you could uh, assure me that you will not breathe a word of what, what, what is discussed in this room with anyone else.
4: Of course, secrets are fun. Oh, I keep a lot of secrets.
6: Hey, man, like you do you, your business is your business. But I think if something's in the public interest, you'd probably be best to let them know, dude.
1: I'm not any- signing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, it's more a gentleman's promise. Um, Mr. John Frost, is it?
2: Yes. It's not impressive. I'm in the directory.
3: (laughs) So are you related to, uh, you know, to Jack Frost?
1: Yes, of course, we're both made of water. Okay. Uh, I, so that and, cousins. Uh, I thought or? there was no relation between yourself and uh, and Mister Jack. Is is are you in fact f- blood related, family? Ice related, dude. We're water related. We're water based. Uh, End but, of the day, but, we're all just one big puddle. But not, but not, um, not. You've never met one, of them, have you?
6: Blood's thicker than water,
2: dude. Not nose to nose.
1: No. Carrot but, to I'm carrot. Sure.
2: Well, the, uh, re- I've had about <laughs> enough of the cookie dough.
6: <laughs> hey, man, I'm not just cookie dough. I think you'll find I'm baked.
1: Yes, well, uh, you see, um, right, okay, this is exactly why I brought you in. This, this sort of gumption is what we need. Listen, there's been... There's been a bit of a problem, and, um, well, Santa's hat has been stolen. <gasps> Damn. Yes. It's quite quite a problem, you see. Without it, uh, Christmas cannot go ahead, you see. Yeah. it's It's a little known fact we try to keep it secret, but uh, much of Santa's magic actually does come from the hat itself, and without the true hat, we cannot have Christmas.
3: So the question is, what can the hat do on its own?
1: The hat is inert. It's more of a... a, 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 a it's an item to... To use it, it, it's been stolen, you see. It's, it's a. Uh,
3: oh, I meant, uh, would it transform whoever took it into an Ertzaz Santa?
1: N- no, it, it's, it's, um, unfortunately, no. Sa- Santa and the hat are two separate items. To have the hat does not inherently mean you are Santa. While the hat does choose the next Santa, when there is a current Santa, it cannot, you ca- cannot make a new Santa.
2: I know what you're thinking of. You're thinking of the film The Santa Clause.
1: I assure you I am not Well, I love that film
2: I don't think
6: anyone's thinking of that film, man
1: We, we do rather distance ourselves from that film, unfortunately You
6: would, dude, you must love Tim Allen, dude
2: <laughs>
1: Lovely man You're getting off track, dude Listen, there will be compensation But Santa himself will personally owe you a favor If, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you help us retrieve that.
3: Well, I can always do with a favour.
1: Yes, everyone else in the workshop is absolutely jam-packed, trying to get ourselves ready for Christmas. There's simply not enough time. So, look, we we need your help if if we're going to be able to get the hat back.
4: Well, it's always nice to help, and uh, I've finished making all of my worms on strings for this Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, Fabius, that's part of the reason why we we called you up here was because you 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 hit your quota for the year. So, um,
4: I'm yeah. quite speedy.
1: Would could would you all agree to, to help us with this?
3: Well, I can always do with another favor from the old man, so I'm on board. I mean, there's nothing would please me
6: more to spend more days in this frigid, icy hellscape, <laughs> <deep>. <laughs> <laughs> You know, well, can't think of a better place to live.
1: The reason I brought you here specifically was because this is where the hat was stolen from. Normally, uh, and she gestures to the glass case where, um, where the hat is kept. Normally, the hat is kept in this, this case here. And, and well, it, it, it looks as though someone broke into the case. But the problem is that this, this room is impenetrable. We don't know how they got in. The alarms weren't tripped or nothing. So we just don't know what, what could possibly have happened. Well, did you ever
6: consider that he stole the hat himself, dude? I assure you, Santa did not steal the hat. It's an inside job, man.
1: (laughs) Santa was with me when the hat was stolen. It was not an inside job. It's a convenient alibi. So
3: did you steal the hat?
1: I did not steal the hat. So you worked with Santa
4: to steal steal the the hat? This is all making
6: perfect sense, man.
4: Look, I didn't steal the hat. So then if you guys have the hat, then what what do you need our help for? I'm happy to help, I just don't really understand.
1: No, you'll not understand. We don't have the hat. We did not steal the hat together. It was not an inside job. We have no motivation to do so. So why are you protesting so hard? Because I don't have the hat. I'm unclear
2: on why you need the hat for Christmas to go ahead. If it has no special
1: properties. No, it does have special properties, you see. It is, it, it, it... It has the ability to grant wishes, you see, and um, it's it's intensely magical. Right. And um, it is what allows the sleigh to fly. It's what allows Santa to deliver all of the presents in plenty of time. Plus, it's part of his whole image. So So you need fuel? No, we need the magic.
2: Sounds like you need fuel. We're in the Arctic. There's probably an oil rig around here somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you this, dude. If this
6: room is impenetrable, then how did you get in, dude? How did
1: we get Uh, in? How did (laughs) I get in? The defenses weren't raised when I let you in.
2: We came in the lift.
1: Ah, nah, I remember that now.
6: I thought that might have been a dream.
3: So could you take us to the area where... Jack Frost made his exit.
1: Well he left from he left from several several levels below that's what we don't understand. Hmm. Somehow the hat got from here and she points to the the case with broken glass all the way down. But Jack Frost it seems never uh, from anything we could tell got got up here so somehow the hat got from in this room to downstairs.
3: I'd like to waddle over and take a look at the glass.
1: Yes, please do. So could you please roll me a uh, uh, a naughty check for noticing, uh, uh, like, criminal things?
3: <laughs> well, that's a five, so I succeed, I think.
1: Yes, you do succeed. Um, yes, yeah, so you noticed the glass was broken from the inside. That is as I
3: suspected. <laughs> I feel that the hat may have... Been removed from this case from the inside, not the smashed into from the outside.
1: Stole itself, did. Was the hat sentient? Uh, I don't believe the hat was sentient. Um, but can that be confirmed? I, I'm fairly certain. I'm about ninety-eight percent sure. Mary, could you roll me a nice check for uh, for recognizing kind of nice Christmas magic?
4: Things? Yeah. Christmas magic. Yeah. Um, I got a three.
1: Wonderful. Mary, you noticed that in amongst the glass, kind of you couldn't quite see it before, but it's um there's some crumbs, crumbs and a gumdrop. Oh, the thing for which you're named, Gumdrop. Hey,
6: man, I ain't got nothing to do with this, dude. There's probably water here. We don't see pointing fingers at Frost Boy over here, dude. John. Such a square name for a series
1: of circles, dude. It looks as though a gingerbread person was here.
4: Do we do we know if Jack Frost is known to, to work with any gingerbread people?
1: Well, um, I suppose up, up until this moment, I hadn't thought about it, but we had received a couple of letters through from... Well, there's this organization, we're not sure... It's called the Ginger Resistance. Hmm.
4: Damn. Sounds delightful.
1: They've demanded action. They want want more respect for for cookies and for confectionery. They've asked... Well, they've asked for us to put a stop on eating cookies, you see. (gasps) You know, we're not eating sentient cookies, but... You know, regular cookies, they've asked for us to stop it, and, well, it's such an essential part of Christmas, how can we, how could we stop it? Hey, man, I think the more interesting question is
6: why you're giving some cookies sentient, dear. That's really what you gotta
1: know. It's a natural occurrence, we don't do it on purpose.
3: Yeah. And can you usually tell whether a cookie is sentient before you get to the point of eating it? Or has there been some kind of disgusting accident where creatures have woken up whilst
1: being eaten I I don't personally know of any incident of that but I mean maybe but I don't think so
6: this whole world's gotta wake up man
4: are there any gingerbread people who have access to this office normally
1: well not normally but well we do bring up a plate of cookies for Santa every evening it's possible a gingerbread person might have snuck in on on a plate of cookies.
6: You know, things like that, dude, were originally conceived as ways to intimidate the gingerbread population. It's all <laughs> ritualistic, dude. And while I'm at it, I'm going to take a look at the gumdrops and see if they're from anyone
1: I recognize, dude. Okay, roll me a nice check for recognizing a friend. Two. Great, so you succeed, uh, and you nice. will move one rung up the nice ladder. Um, so you notice that this gumdrop, let me just check here. Um, it's a purple gumdrop. Um, uh, purple gumdrops are pretty ubiquitous. Um, pretty, you yourself have purple gumdrops though. Dang. All of yours are, uh, are, um, are present, you know? So you, you, Do you spend a
3: moment think... being like, is this mine?
1: It hurts yeah. to take them off, man. It hurts to take them off. <laughs> um, so you think that it's quite possible that a gingerbread person would have to find a replacement gumdrop? Um yeah. But you know that whoever did, whoever did uh, steal this, is definitely missing a gumdrop from their their. Buttons. Where do and, the uh, gumdrops
6: you... come from when gingerbread men are made?
2: Well, presumably there's a mould. <laughs> what don't you tell me, James? Sugar and gelatin. There
6: must be somewhere, man. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if we track down where there might have been other gumdrops and somebody who's seeking to replace their gumdrop might have right, gone Right, right, yes. Is
4: there and a... that's There's some sort of gumdrop shop. Well, you know for a
1: fact that uh, the general store, um, the general store in the Gingerbread Village sells gumdrops. I do hate that
6: general. He's a classic military man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. So the owner of the general store is now a general. You notice, um, John, you notice that the crumbs continue on out the window. And it looks as though- Crumbs continue on outside the window. And it looks as though- Looks as though uh, the gingerbread person, whoever it was- The gingerbread person, whoever it was- Jumped down and gave the hat to Jack Frost there. Jumped down and gave the hat to Jack Frost there.
4: That's very insightful, John. (laughs) Must
6: use strawberry laces as a rope.
3: No, that just sounds unrealistic.
2: Gretchen, why are we here? Why You've got a whole, uh, presumably, elf force at your disposal. Absolutely, and we are days from Christmas. They're busy. And why us? Why did I get a summons? Was it like jury duty? What is this? Frankly, you all weren't busy. That's true. I, I really am not doing um, <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not. No, no. Listen, I am a snowman. I have one job, and that is to stand in place. I was doing that very well.
1: Then no one's going to miss you, are they, John?
2: Um, cutting. And (laughs) I'll have you know that uh, my family have recently melted.
1: Well, that's very sad. And perhaps you can wish them back from Santa with your favour.
2: No, you don't want to waste a wish. (laughs) So your reasoning is we weren't
1: busy. I just want to be absolutely clear here. Yes, well... (laughs) <laughs> Look, we've got to get Christmas in order, and uh, frankly someone uh-huh. had to do it and thought it'd be rather fun and friendly and like a game if you all did it.
2: Does anyone want to go and get a meal?
4: I feel like it's quite important to find this hat. Um, it's nearly Christmas. I suppose there's a relative importance to it. And maybe if we get it back quickly there'll be a chance for me to help make some of the Xboxes and electronic toys this year. Yes, quite
1: possibly, yes.
6: Everybody cares about the fat man's hat, man, but nobody cares when gingerbread men lose clothes, dude. You ever see- you see how that's funny that the fat man loses his hat, but- and suddenly (laughs) we all give
3: a shit? How magical are your clothes, Gumdrop?
6: I mean, I'm- where they stop being my body and start being clothes is up for debate frankly an existential horror dude but you know it's nobody's nobody's uh, this guy's lost his gumdrops so i don't see a force out to find that wait, wait we are we're here, here
1: for that damn you got me <laughs> i'm
6: in dude <laughs> i'm in. how we find this well, guy
1: um, i suppose you better get going christmas is coming and um we, we really need the hat
6: Let's go down to the floor where Jack Frost was. Did the window break?
1: We'll have to see.
3: I'm on for that idea.
1: Awesome. So, uh, yes, you take the lift down to the um, next level down. Uh, You see that this is a storeroom. So it looks as though this is where some mechanical parts are kept, maintenance stuff. Um, You can see the telltale sign of Jack Frost in this location. Uh, it looks as though the walls have kind of frozen in a thin layer of frost and crystalline formations. Um, it looks as though Jack Frost snuck into this Damn, room. Damn, that's cold. Cause of the ice. And it looks as though the gingerbread person, whoever they were, jumped down to the level below and gave Jack Frost the hat.
3: Are there any points of usual entry on this floor?
1: Well, it it comes up through the lift. There's an open window. Um, Jack Frost, as you could see, could fly, so it's fully possible he snuck in here without anyone seeing him.
3: I feel like the window is the most obvious option, but would Jack go for the most obvious option? That's That's something to think about.
6: I don't know. seems like he had a pretty good motivation. I don't know why he'd care about originality now, dude. <laughs> I mean, stealing ha- Santa's hat, that's pretty textbook stuff, dude. You're an elf, dude. Do you work here?
4: I know, but I don't really get to do that many things outside of the worm on a string room, to be honest. Um, I'd really like to branch out and try new things, but I, sa- sadly I haven't haven't been able to yet. Worm on a string. Which ones are those? So they're the ones. They're um, <laughs> they're really a lot of fun. Basically, you've got you've got this worm, and it's uh, it's on a string. And you eat it? No, 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 no. So what what you do is you you hold the string and you move your hands in a way that looks like the so the worm the worm isn't actually moving. Your hands are moving, and it looks like the worm is moving in and out of your hands. It looks like there's a moving worm on your hands. It looks like the worm's alive. It's like magic. There's a
2: worm inside your hands. Yeah, I've got a few of those. They're an awful lot of fun.
4: I do only have flippers. I think it would still work with flippers. Hmm.
2: I get uh, get one every Christmas Worm I'm on a string.
4: Can I go to the worm-on-a-string room and see if there's a spare one for Scarlet?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, roll me a nice check. Roll me a nice check for finding a present.
4: Um, ah, it's just a, just a mess, that.
1: Ah, darn. No, no worm-on-a-string in here, unfortunately.
4: We'll get you one another time, Scarlett.
1: So, you think you have found all that you can from here. And so far, I think your best lead is probably that... Someone in the gingerbread village is missing a gumdrop. Well, we better go to the All gingerbread right, I village.
6: I we go hunt them down, dude.
4: So, general store in the gingerbread village, is that right?
0: Yeah, let's go. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch.
4: island in frigid lake superior a fabricated creature birthed from the
1: mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it ancestor by number one new york times best-selling author scott sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong available wherever you get your podcasts beyond the great town surrounding the workshop is a small village made entirely of gingerbread oh god it's awful
6: yeah, you're telling me, man.
1: This gingerbread village is home to the confectionary people of the North Pole. The scent of freshly baked cookies, cinnamon, and chocolate waft through the air as you approach the village. A gingerbread man with a bright purple icing sash and marzipan top hat strides up to you and introduces himself.
7: Well, hello there. Lovely to meet to see some big folk out here in the gingerbread uh... village. My name's Mayor she... Wafer. How can I be helping you all today? I didn't vote for you. Uh, I offer him my flipper. Oh, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. How are you doing? Charms. Oh, I'm sure I am.
4: <laughs> it's great to meet you. We're um we're investigating a crime. Oh, wow, what what kind of crime? Well, I don't think I don't think we can say.
7: Oh right. Well, How about this? I'll offer you a little spell to make you all just big enough to be able to talk to us gingerbread folks. That sound good? I'd
4: love that.
1: Oh, great! And he just uh, waves his little candy cane uh, stick, and uh, you all, with the exception, of course, of of Gumdrop, who's already the correct size, shrink down to the size of... This is... Too much power for a mayor to have. How do we
6: allow so much power funneling into the the brass, the top politicians? I'm just trying in this
7: place. to make it so everyone can have a nice time, talk to each other. I don't
2: like that. I can see into your eyes now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what do you see in their eyes?
2: I see sweets. I see boiled sweets.
6: Not
3: like boiled proper eyes.
6: Boiled sweets. The houses are made <laughs> oh, well, of people, um, man.
7: Mm, that's fine that's nice um well um can i help you
1: lot find anything nice
5: a shop i'm gonna see if i can see if i can get see if this guy's got purple gumdrops
1: yeah absolutely please roll uh, a nice check for noticing something nice about a friend
5: he's no friend man he's scum i got a three is
1: that a success or fail for you
5: i mean it's I mean I got a 6 on nice. So yeah. You got yes, I, I, yeah, so I got definitely lower than a 6. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So um yeah, you see that the mayor has uh, green uh gumdrops on his uh on his chest. So uh no, he's not the the how recently did you get those gumdrops, Mr. Mayor?
7: Oh, well, I I think I've had these near enough all my life. Um so I Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine uh, how long that's been. Probably about... I don't know how long the cookies keep. It feels like years, but it might have been months. I'm not really sure.
3: Two and a half weeks, man. I think it depends if you're frozen.
7: Well, they're a delightful
2: shade of green. Biscuits go soft. That's the definition. I'd like to push the mayor's arm and see if it falls off. We're preserved by magic, dude.
1: <laughs> Roll me a naughty check <laughs> for attacking. I got two. Is that good? Oh, my arm!
3: Oh God, I like lo- Why did you do something like that? Well,
2: we were checking how old you were. You're
3: definitely quite soft. I feel like that may be classified as a hate crime. So
2: several, several years.
3: I don't...
4: That is a hate crime, dude. That's violence, I think,
7: man. I think that might have been a hate
4: crime. Can I try and use some of the marzipan from his hat to reattach his arm? To kind of bandage the arm up.
1: <laughs> yeah, roll me, a, roll me a nice check to assist a friend.
4: Um. Yep, yeah, I passed. I got three.
7: Oh, well, thank you there, little elf. Um.
1: And uh, you kind of do a... Oh, subpar job of <laughs> stitching together his arm. I,
7: I, I think that'll do, that'll hold for now, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go to the doctor. That was, that's, uh, ah, yeah, jeez.
6: I bet you June got Christmas, free health care as well, fat cat. What about the rest I, of us?
7: I'm sorry, but I think, I, I'm personally of the opinion that, you know, you should be, you know, self-responsibility- You should- uh, You
6: would think that?
7: Everyone should take personal responsibility for their own, uh, healthcare needs. I shouldn't be paying for you.
2: Now, I have rarely agreed with a biscuit, but I can get on board with that philosophy. You were born with a candy cane in your
6: mouth, man. I'm- I'm- I'm sick of this asshole. I'm gonna go find the general store.
7: Oh, you're looking for the general
6: store. Shut come up, man. On. I live here, dude. Don't talk down to me, man. Don't
1: talk to <laughs> The mayor kind of, well, come on. And gestures <laughs> over with his uh, his candy cane and starts leading you guys to the general store. I hate this guy.
4: Mr. Mayor, do you know anything about this uh, gingerbread resistance? Oh, well, that sounds mighty frightening
7: that. I've not heard anything about that. Um Oh I wouldn't what, worry about what it then. Is it? What what's the ginger resistance? Oh, it's just something I had a dream about once. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry. Oh right. Well it sounds like a paramilitary organization of some kind, made a gingerbread man trying to overthrow Santa. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Oh well, you know, I think old Macron Macaron's been uh, making a fuss about Santa lately, but you know he It sounds like you know more than you're letting on. They don't tell us nothing, man. No, I'm just making up things. I'm just saying fun things cuz I'm a weird wacky gingerbread fella. This
6: is bullshit, dude. I'm going I would like to threaten the mayor. Why don't you tell us what you know? I'm going to assist in threatening the mayor.
1: <laughs> right. Okay, so Felix, roll 2d10 and take the better result for this jack. 5 and your naughty scores at six. six. So, yes, that's a success. Oh. Uh, uh, how do? You, how exactly do you go about intimidating the mayor? Break his other arm off.
2: Yeah, uh, take off his other arm. Uh, no, I take off his existing arm and remind him that he has one arm <laughs> remaining.
7: <laughs> My arm. Oh, you just put that on. Oh, God. What do you want? Why do you keep doing this to me?
2: I want to know. Everything you know about the gingerbread resistance and I don't want any more of this folksy wisdom.
7: Oh well, I, uh, I don't know too much. I mean, uh, are are they the ones are uh, uh, are they the ones responsible for all that calamity going on in the workshop last night?
2: What calamity?
7: Well, I just heard there were bells of rain and things, you know, I had uh, Look, I I, I I know people aren't too happy around here with, with old St. Nick. I know old Mac. Michael- well, you know, the eating the cookies and things, and you know, I, I kind of, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of more of a, a pro pro eating cookies kind of guy, you know. Not all cookies are, are sentient cookies.
6: There's a fundamental wealth imbalance, old man, and you're blind to it. You're supposed to leave this. You're supposed to lead this community, dude.
3: So would you object to someone taking a bite out of your arm?
7: I mean, I would not like that, but you don't see the reindeer getting all huffy when they eat venison up in the workshop, you know? So I have
6: the munchies all chowed
1: down Ooh, on they it. don't eat my arm.
7: That's so
6: easy. Really I bite into his arm. I bite into uh, his arm.
1: I bite into his arm. Roll me a naughty check to- <laughs> for fucking cannibalism. <laughs>
5: Oh my god! I got a, I got a one, a natural
1: one.
6: Hey. Oh
1: Christ! Yeah, you succeed.
6: Hey, if the houses are made of it, we can all eat it, right? What's the difference, dude? Oh
7: god! I, I, my, oh my god! Oh, I'm gonna have to get a new worm. This is so upsetting. Look, well, I know I saw. Look, I did see. I'll tell you what I saw. Look. I know Old Macaron's been having a bit of a Timber tantrum lately about Santa, but he was with me last night. We were drinking some syrup, just having a nice old time, the mayor and the owner of the general store. That's corruption, dude. Elected officials having dinner with with private companies, man.
6: You
2: can't, you don't see the imbalance We were
7: there. just, we we're old friends. We we're old friends. I bet you are, you corrupt motherfucker.
2: His name is General Macaron.
7: Yes, General Macaron. That's why it's called the General Store. Um, now, look, I did... S-
2: oh, it's General's apostrophe S, <laughs> I see. Yeah,
7: that was a joke I made up, man, and it's canon now.
2: What did they sell? Probably weapons.
7: <laughs> look, it's probably nothing. I did see, when I was coming back from from drinking with old Macaron, I did see... Um, Look, young Chip was out of his bed. Who? Young Chip. Chip. Young Chip. <laughs> Chip, he was out of his bed. Chip, all C-H-I-P. Right? Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, that's right. Who's like that? chocolate.
2: Who's young Chip?
7: He works at the general store, too. I, look, I think he was just coming back from Peanut's house. They They've Peanut? been seeing each other. Peanut's a little lady... Right. Gingerbread person, Ch- give us a list of all their family,
6: man. I want <laughs> brothers. I want sisters. I want goddamn cousins, dude. Well,
7: I think I think Chip might have a couple brothers, but I don't know what their names are. I'll be honest with you.
6: I do. I know all of them, cause I'm in touch with this community, man. And you know nothing, dude.
7: I don't know
4: what's going on. Take another
6: bite out of his arm.
4: I can still feel it Can we all stop biting each other it's really (laughs) quite disgusting Um, I'm just wondering You eat us all the
6: time, dude
4: I mean, I don't Now it's disgusting But, okay, so the cookies that Santa eats Every every evening, are they are they made here in the Gingerbread Village, or yeah, are they? we make him nice cookies each evening. So where where are they made at the at the general store? Yeah, they're made at the general store and bakery. Okay, Fab. So it's a
7: general store and bakery. So he... well, yeah. I mean, look, the bakery makes them, but I think I think. Yeah,
6: they control the supply chain. They control the distribution. They control the production. It's a monopoly, man. Don't you see? And you're doing nothing to stop it because you're in bed with the establishment.
2: I actually met the monopoly, man.
7: I have a question. Look, I just think... Look, Chip... Uh, I don't know what I can do for you
3: anymore. Hey,
2: Mr. Mayor, Scarlett has a question and I'll thank you for being quiet.
7: Yes, what's that?
3: Can you explain reproduction to me?
1: Jesus. Uh,
7: uh, 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 uh. Well, look, sometimes you don't have to be too graphic. Just, uh,
3: are you made or born?
7: Look, so not all dough has the innate ability to come to life, right? But some dough is blessed with the magical energy of the North Pole. Now, we don't always know when or where that's going to hit, but when it does, the cookies, no matter what they came in, they went in the oven as, always come out as gingerbread. Kicking and screaming. Or yeah. gingerbread gingerbread men and women and, and other genders. We are not discriminatory. I apologize. I have been trying to work on my gender theory. I have not done so well.
6: Yeah, you sound super progressive, asshole.
7: Gingerbread people come out of the oven no matter what. When the magical energy of the North Pole has blessed the dough. I'ma find this general, man. I'm out of here. I'm sick of these fat cats.
3: So what happens when you die? Well, that's
7: a bit of a mystery, really. I mean, one day you just, you wake up and you're dead. There ain't no real reason. I suppose if someone eats you, then you die. Well, we know that one. Sure. Do you have do you a religion? Wake
6: up if you're dead, man. Uh, How do you wake well, up if you're dead? Do we
7: have a religion? Uh, you know, there's the old cathedral where we you know we go to. We cathedral. cathedral. So you're Christians. Uh, well, uh, I think that it's more of a nomenclature kind of
2: thing. Roman Catholic.
7: Hey, this is still called a Christmas caper, man. What's
6: your obsession with this? You're already having your religion represented, John. Why can't you just leave it? I'm just interested. Do you recognize the Pope? I seriously suggest we get out of here, you guys.
7: I've never seen the Pope in my life. I think this religion is wholly separate from... No, I think our religion is wholly... Why am I answering your questions? You got my arm. Give me my arm back. No.
5: <laughs> my arm now. I take I take another bite
6: out of it and I throw it on the, ah, in the snow
5: My
7: arm. <laughs> Will you leave me alone? If you're going to go to the general store, just go to the general store.
6: What are you gonna do about it, pig? I don't know.
3: Help, please! I'm gonna waddle off in the direction of the general store.
6: I suggest we bail. The fuzz <laughs> are coming, and I've got, I've got candy canes on me, man. I can't go back
1: to gingerbread prison, dear. <laughs> Great. So you make your way over to the general store, I'll say. Um, yeah, so you uh, you walk over through the gingerbread village, kind of hastily shuffling away from the now armless mayor crying in the streets.
4: Oh, God, what am I going to do? Has Gumdrop still got the arm? Yes.
1: Yeah, why not? I'm trailing it through the <laughs> snow behind me. <laughs> crumbs are are kind of flaking off eat the rich dude <laughs> eat the rich oh my god i once had like a, i had a thought maybe this would be um like a family friendly game and then like i thought that it would be unlikely <laughs> so you make your way over through the gingerbread village uh you see like a a frosting uh shop where gingerbread people can get their frosting changed over. You see a kind of construction site where gingerbread people are kind of building a new gingerbread house with slabs of gingerbread and frosting and bits of peppermint and stuff. And uh, at the far end, you can see the gingerbread uh, generals store Uh, at the top. It says, uh, yeah, generals uh, apostrophe store. Uh, and and uh, uh, at the bottom it says a uh, general macaron store of various assorted goods. So uh, yeah, you open the door, uh, yeah, and you can see yeah assortment of sweets. Uh, you can smell fresh baking from the back, uh, and uh, at the till is, hey, uh, what can I do you guys for? So is this a
3: kind of baby farm sort of place?
1: I'm sorry, what?
7: <laughs> a baby farm? <laughs> well, if everyone's
3: Born here. You seem to have a kind of monopoly on birth.
7: This is not the only this is not the only bakery in the whole whole village. What what's going on?
6: They're churning out automatons, man.
4: Can I see what his buttons look like?
1: Yeah, roll me a nice check. Noticing something.
4: Um Yes, it's a pass. It's a six. Uh
1: yeah, you can see that uh General MacGaron uh has uh red
4: buttons.
1: Okay, cool. No, and he has Fancy all three red buttons, man. Where to get them? What from can I maybe? do
7: for you guys? Uh you've just come into my store, you said I have a monopoly on birthing. <laughs> I really why shouldn't I just kick you all out into the street right now?
2: I want to know all about the ginger resistance.
1: Well, what's that?
2: That's what I'm asking you. You gotta know something,
1: man. There's no way. Um, okay, could you guys, uh, roll me a nice check, John, for noticing, uh, uh noticing, for empathy, for reading someone's expressions. Okay, so seven and three is what I'm currently on. Yes, I'm hoping to pull you back from the brink. Three. Yeah, so you notice that General Macaron has a brief glimmer of... Of recognition and and a bit of fear as you mentioned the ginger resistance okay and I, I want to look for a chair and some rope
4: so before we resort to chairs and ropes can I quickly just ask general macaron say if an elf kind of was aware of sort of the hardships that gingerbread people have to go through and wanted to do something about it, wanted to help from the inside, from being in Santa's workshop, who who should she contact?
1: Roll me a nice check. And I'm gonna say at disadvantage. Okay, so even though I've got dice.
4: Persuade as my, like, special oh, you have, ability. Oh,
1: you have. So I'm gonna say roll it at regular. Then.
4: Okay, okay. Oh, uh, oh, no. Damn it. No, that's a 10. That is a... That is a fail. Uh, I don't really know anything about no ginger
7: resistance, so I can't... I could not do that for you.
4: Oh, that's a real shame. I was hoping to find someone oh, I could chat to about it. this cares
7: about is money, man.
3: Speaking of money, have you had anyone purchase, uh, replacement gun drops in the last few hours? Uh, I can't think of anything like that. Uh, no. I, Are you absolutely uh, sure? Yeah. Roll me a nice check. Uh, pass.
1: He's lying.
3: Cool. Uh, I would like to gesture to gumdrop to, a uh, gesture with the mayor's arm.
6: Hey, man, I got the hand of the mayor here. I hear you got that too. Late night syrup drink concessions, you corrupt motherfucker.
2: Language.
6: We all know <laughs> about it. You're a monopoly. You got the mayor in your gumdrop
1: pocket, dude. I'd like to roll to take away this man's mouth. <laughs> roll me a nice check for keeping things PG-13. Five, I failed. <laughs> Describe uh, how he
5: fails, uh, James uh, So I guess you're reaching for my, for my mouth that I think is made of animated icing I'm not sure how yes, I've been taking yes. bites out of the mayor's arm Do I have <laughs> gingerbread teeth? Yeah, that's what I've got I go for a bite of his stick arm when he goes near
6: Ow! Don't try to silence me, you
7: fascist
6: I'll not be silenced, man. I know I originally rolled peaceful, but it's gone off the rails, dude.
1: (laughs) This biscuit is (laughs) rabid. From the back, you see two more gingerbread people come in and they're like,
7: What are you guys doing here? Get out of here. Old Macaron is a good fella. What are you doing bothering him?
1: This is Chip.
7: We're just having a quiet
3: little chat. That's, that's all. Nothing suspicious. It doesn't look like quite a little chat. You got the mayor's arm. This could be anyone's arm.
6: Uh, can I see if anything in the back is, like, pouring? If there's any, like, hot dough anywhere? what What is the machinery like in the back of this place?
1: Um, roll me a nice check to notice things in the room. Uh,
5: my nice is six. I rolled a four.
1: Great, yeah. Okay, so you check in the room, you can see that there's some baking going on in the back. Um, you see that there is a gingerbread woman um, behind this guy who you use him as chip. The other employee at the general store, there's a gingerbread woman behind him. Um, you see that she has three gumdrops, but you notice that one of the gumdrops is a different color to the rest. She has purple gumdrops on top and bottom, but a blue gumdrop in the middle.
6: If you don't mind me noticing, I can't help but see you're missing gumdrops. I want to pull out the gumdrops. I'm, like, looking for these.
7: Uh, Oh, well... um... What do you
1: know about the ginger resistance, man? Roll me a naughty check to intimidate.
5: Rolled a two. My naughty is
1: is three right now. Yay.
7: Oh, well, look, um,
1: all right, fine. And the gingerbread woman kind of steps out, um, and she holds an icing kind of thing at her side, like, pointing it at you like a gun, like an icing gun,
7: fine, I broke into Santa's workshop and I do it again.
1: Can our Christmas Caper companions find Jack Frost if they can't get past the ginger resistance? Find out next time on A Christmas Caper. See you then. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Christmas Caper. If you want to hear the next one, it's out right now on the Realms of Peril and Glory feed. Just search Realms of Peril and Glory in your podcatcher of choice, or check the link in the podcast description. Thanks so much. Goodbye!